0: to our fourth podcast for for the one
1: this time it is called for the one coffee talk if you want to explain why it's called that so coffee talk is where it's just going to be us two adults miss hallie Mack and miss alex uh talking to you guys about something that's a little bit of a heavier topic um and relates more to people who are um young adults age
0: yes and so normally we would have our competition team here with us and they'll be back with us next week but this week um, we decided to talk about this particular topic but before we talk about what that is um, we're going to say our positives for this week something that happened and we do that because we want to train our minds to be positive Um, as in Even if everything's crazy going on or, like, something bad happens to you, you can still find the positive things in everything if you train your mind to be that way. So if you want to go first.
1: Uh, Yeah, my positive this week um, is that we started Spring Showcase Choreography at our studio, um, and that's really exciting and fun. Yes,
0: so my positive Mm -hmm. is that we had all of our spring show costumes come in. And it was so funny. In one of my classes, the, the little girls, they were so excited to be wearing their their ballet tutus. They were like jumping up and down and twirling and screaming. And so it was really cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty positive. <clears throat> all right. So our topic for this week is, um, it actually has like a lot of different underlying topics with this one blanketed statement. Um, but it's about being a lukewarm Christian and everything that, that means right and so we found like a bunch of different kind of
0: scriptures or bible verses that um we think kind of fit this topic and we kind of made a little bit of a thing to to because this has a lot of different things that you can talk about within mm-hmm. the topic, so there's different kinds of things within this particular article. Lukewarm is such a broad statement. So basically yeah. what I'm saying is we found different Bible verses to go along with the different parts of it.
1: <laughs> uh, we're going to start by saying one uh, verse that goes for the entire statement so that you can kind of understand. Do um, this one and that one.
0: Yes. This
1: one. Yes. All okay. right. Uh, so we're going to do one, well, we're going to say two verses. Um, but this first one is just a blanket statement about being a lukewarm Christian so that if you don't know what that means, you'll understand it a whole lot better. Um, and you can actually see that it is in the Bible and where it says that. Um, so this verse is from Revelation three sixteen, And it says, But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. So
0: I think... That's one of the few that actually uses the worm, the word lukewarm, the worm. <laughs> uses the word lukewarm in the translation. Yeah. Um, and then the other Bible verse that we felt like was really good um, that kind of just helped unpack everything because this one's super important. It's John fourteen six. It says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one
1: comes through the Father except through me. So, um, This is kind of on topic and kind of off, but that verse that she just read where it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, it literally takes me back to kids' church where they have the motions and they're like, you are the way, the truth, and the life to live by faith. That whole thing. And I think it's interesting because we've been singing that since we were children, if you did go to kids' church. And um, it's just kind of like, After that, you don't really hear about it again because you want to do your own thing. So I think that's a really important verse. Yeah, and I actually underlined um, a couple of words that I felt like were important in this verse.
0: I underlined no one. So basically that's like there's really no exception, right? Mm -hmm. So no one is going to come to the Father or God except through me, which he's talking about himself, Jesus, right? Because he's the only way. Um, And so I think that's really important when we dive into what, being lukewarm means yeah so we have a couple of different sections to talk about this which one did you want to do this
1: one first Yeah, why not okay um so the first section is loopholes um and the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because a lot of people will read the bible and they'll say they interpret it a different way but in reality they just don't actually look at the full context of it they take that Mm. one verse and try and twist it into their own way that they want Right. And, and
0: we were talking about this yesterday. Um, I feel like once you fully grasp what Jesus did for you and you fully accept him as the only way, um, you're not going to want to try to find loopholes in his word. You're going to just listen to his word and take it for what it is. Yeah. At least that's what I try to do. Because I think my life would be so much easier if um, everything that he said did go along with what the world wanted me to think, it would be. Because mm-hmm. then I would never be controversial. But the Bible is, um, you know, can't make everybody happy. And then it even talks about God can't even make everybody happy. So yeah. um, it would be easier, but that's just not how it is. So loopholes. Um, let's see. I have a couple of things to talk about. Okay, that, that went along with that one. This one? Yeah, that one's good. Um, yeah,
1: sure. So this is from Second Timothy. Timothy 4 3. For the time is coming when people will not endure. I cannot read your handwriting. You I'm have sorry. to read. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> I was running out of space on
1: this part, so it's a little crammed. Okay,
0: it's uh, 2 Timothy 4 3. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but itching ears they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. So. The reason why we thought this verse went along with loopholes is because um, what we see a lot of now um, is people will find certain teachers who are claiming to be followers of Jesus, but they're actually not really taking Jesus' word with—they're not teaching it in context, Mm -hmm. or they're just leaving things out completely and— Um, A lot of people are following those kinds of teachings because it's just what they feel like is easier to believe or they're doing whatever it is that that Jesus said was bad. And they're trying to find other teachers to teach, who teach them that it's okay so that they feel better. So whenever I read this, it's like they're going to find teachers to suit their own passions, so their own ones.
1: I think that that is a big part right there where it says their own passions, not what the Bible says, not what Jesus wants our passions to be, what their own specific passions are, Um, because you have a lot of different types of Christianity, but you also have Christianity that's leading into a progressive type um, or a prosperity type and all of that sort of thing, and they're really going for what they want it to be, not what the Bible actually says it is, and so that word, their own passions, is super important in that verse, I think.
0: Oh, and also when we talk about this, it's not like us being like oh well we're so much better because we're not like this like it's yeah. not that at all um, because in fact I not even long ago probably within the last five years I would say that I probably would identify would have identified yeah. as a lukewarm Christian because I was sort of like mm, well, I don't know if I believe this or that I think I'm just gonna do and think whatever I want just because it's easier um, so it's 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 a sin Mm-hmm. um i think to not always put god first or try to change his word but cuz anything that you're doing that's against God is a sin. (laughs) And so it's not us saying, well, we're better because we don't do that. It's literally the struggle just in general with
1: every single person who's a follower of Jesus. I talked about that last week, I think, about being a lukewarm Christian because I didn't know that I was a lukewarm Christian. Yeah, same. um, Until I started actually reading the Bible myself. I was one of those Christians that was like, um, yeah, I go to church and I enjoy going to church i listen to worship music sometimes, but I never actually did anything. Mm-hmm. I was a quote-unquote good person, um, the, what the world would say good, but I didn't actually do exactly what the Bible was telling me I needed to do, or I wasn't actually spending time with Jesus. I was just doing it when I had to, quote-unquote. Um, right. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't really realize that they're lukewarm because I didn't realize I was lukewarm, Yeah. and I don't think you did I either. I didn't notice either, and I feel like I was for a long time. Yeah. It was more
0: of like um, going along with loopholes, I think, accepting everything is something that kind of comes along with that. So, not like, offending. if you're, yeah, not offending, accepting everything. Of course, within the last couple of years, I feel like it wasn't as prevalent as it mm-hmm. is right now. I feel like right now everybody's walking on eggshells all of the time. But like back then, it wasn't really like that. But even then, still, I would find myself. Um, Just be like, yeah, I think that everybody could be right. Like, I even would say stuff like that. And then I think about it now, and I'm like, but if you accept everything, do you actually accept anything? Because everything contradicts itself, of course, unless it's – The Word of God. That's how
1: I was thinking about it the other day, with there's black and there's white and then there's a gray area. Mm -hmm. And I would always get so frustrated because I would know, I knew a lot of people, one of them including my mother, who was always like, it's black and it's white. There's a right and there's a (laughs) wrong. Yeah, she's sitting (laughs) looking at me right now. Um, But there's a right and there's a wrong. And I was like, but there's a gray area. And it wasn't necessarily like for me having a gray area, but it was like my friend was doing something and I didn't necessarily want to tell them that they were wrong or something like that. And now when I actually like took the time and I read the Bible, I was like, okay, well, there really is a right and a wrong. There's not really a, there's a right and a wrong. And sometimes this can be a gray. It's always right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think too, sometimes, and again, that's not saying like, oh, well, if you're in the middle,
0: you're bad. Because sometimes people struggle with a particular sin Mm -hmm. that they're doing and they just can't get out of it. And they feel, you know, they feel like offended that somebody would tell them that they shouldn't do that. And it's hard to accept that. I mean, we all have had that happen to us. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's not to say, like, if you're in a gray area or you're, like, struggling with deciding whether or not something would be considered a sin, that's not to say that you're, like, a terrible person. Like, but it is something that, you know, I would just encourage to actually read what his word says about it and then find your identity through him and, like, not the sinful things that you might be struggling with. So that's kind of, like, loophole. Is there anything else about loophole? I
1: think that pretty much, like, just covers, because loophole is just really, like, what it is. Yeah, it's sort of just, like, introducing this idea that you're trying to
0: find loopholes in his word. Mm -hmm. Okay, So uh, the second one is, and did you want to say, so the the second thing that we're going to talk about is having more than one God. So again, so the topic is lukewarm, (laughs) being a lukewarm Christian, and we're kind of looking at what the scriptures say about that. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing is having more than one God, which... We found a lot of we found a few verses about it, but yeah. I will say so. I've been reading, you know, I've been doing the Bible plan and I've been trying to get through it. They talk about people having other gods so a much, lot. so much in the Bible. Almost, I think it's in every, it's almost in every single book of the Bible that I've read so far yeah. of the Old Testament, and and it really offends God. He hates it, you mm-hmm. know, whenever they do this, and um, so. It's it's all through the Bible. So <laughs> yeah, that is
1: one thing. Before I read uh, these ver- some of the verses that we have and like explain them and talk about them and like get feedback from Alex about it, um, is all of the things that we're talking about is from the Bible. We're not saying our specific opinions on it because we have our certain opinions on this top are on these topics and everything. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna say what specifically is from the Bible and, and read it from that because uh, that is where the truth is from. It's not from us. It's from the Bible. Um, so this verse, um, the first one that I want to read is Matthew 6:24. Uh, it says, "No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money." Which they're saying in this verse that money is a god because. Um, something that I have been realizing more and more is that it's not necessarily just other gods. Like if there is, um, a different religion that you also follow, um, right, but it's, it's also, that. it can be anything. It can be money. It can be your boyfriend. It can be your girlfriend. It can be, um, your mm-hmm. job. It can be your, um, uh, family. It can be your kids. It can be your clothes. It can be, um, anything like that. Anything, anything that you put before God is, um, is another God, is an idol, um, and I think that's really important, and I really like that he said, or not he, well, yeah, he did, uh, in this verse that they said uh, God and money because a lot of people only focus on all the other religions instead of all the objects that can also be a God.
0: Yeah, um, it's kind of like, yeah, anything that you put before, okay, well, not, not even just like putting it before as in like it's number one on your priorities list, but sometimes, okay, well, doing that already I think would count as like you're not putting God first, but for example, like, if you have like a girlfriend or a boyfriend and say you're like not married and you and you're like, Yeah, but I I wanna have sex anyways. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you say you that's just you wanna do that anyways. And you do it anyways because you're trying to keep your significant other happy or like it makes you feel connected, that also I think would fall into the category of like putting them before God because you're choosing to do what he doesn't want you to do instead of
1: does that make sense? Yeah, it also leads us into our <laughs> other topic. But I have more verses, so I want to say this Um Here are some more verses about this because I think that really goes along with what Alex was saying um, and with the um, having other gods that you serve. Um, two verses that I'm going to say back-to-back before we talk about them is Deuteronomy 5-7, and it says, You shall not have no other gods before me. I said that so wrong. (laughs) It's, you shall have no other gods before me.
0: I've done that before.
1: (laughs) And then the other verse is Exodus 25, and it says, you shall not bow down to serve. I'm so sorry. It says, you shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. And that is so important because people always think about Jesus or God, whatever, um, being like, they're so loving, and they are so loving. But he's also jealous. He's also God fearing. Like he is scary. He's all of these things that people just forget about. And so they're like, "Oh, he's loving."
0: When he uh-huh. is, but yes, but there's all these <laughs> other
1: things. And I don't think that they really take the time to like understand that or um, focus on that because they're always like, "He is love," and he is. But you have to go back to the Old Testament where he is scary. There's so many things where I'm like, "Man." God, like you, kind of you kind of scare me here. And there's also things where I'm like, oh, like he actually is like jealous. Like he wants to be the first thing in your life, and rightfully Mm -hmm. so, he should be. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, he created
0: us, so yeah. Um, I have a verse too um, that kind of goes on to. So we are talking about like family, putting people, anything in front of God, right? Um, Something else that I want to touch on, like in this little category, is if you're looking to, okay, so say like, I'm like, yes, I believe in Jesus, but <laughs> yeah. I'm also going to follow this religion, this religion, this too. I would even put into like, do you yeah. then believe? Because Jesus did say, as we've said, I'm the only way. mm mm-hmm. Right. I'm the only right way is basically what he says. So if that's the case, I can't look to other um, divine practices or whatever you want to call them to get answers. Um, And I feel like a lot of people don't want to sacrifice those things. And I'm not talking about things that are just like, oh, I want to learn about you know what the other religions because okay learning is important because i feel like the more that we know um the more that we can defend our faith and stuff and christianity but there's a difference between like learning about what other practices are like um i'm trying to have a
1: minor in something
0: no, but I, I have a minor in sociology, but that's not related. But because of that, I took a class, and it was philosophy yeah. of religion. Okay, sure. And so I had to study, yeah, I had to study, like, a bunch of different religions, and there was, like, a whole section where I, like, went to a mosque and, like, studied what Islam religion was. And I think that that's fine, like, if you want to learn about what, the other, what other people believe. But um, I think it's important to do that, but also know I'm learning about this so I can make my faith stronger. Not and do, not. sometimes it yeah. does drop questions, but I've found that I always end up getting the answers
1: <laughs> um, if you read your Bible right actually. like I like I've,
0: I've we were talking about this earlier. there's just been a lot of things that, and this isn't the topic, so I'm not really going to go too into it, but there's just a lot of things that I whenever I took that class, a lot of um, different beliefs and different practices that people had like came up and I was like, oh my goodness, like so am i right with my way of thinking but it actually helped me so that's not what i mean whenever i say you look for other things i'm talking about like you can't like get down on your knees and say jesus i know you're the truth the life and the only way um help me and guide me and help me to find my calling but then also be like well i think that i'm gonna also uh have these what do, you, what do you call them, like tarot cards? Like Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I feel like that's sort of going against his word because he's saying he's the only way. So mm-hmm. that's sort of, yeah. Um, and so this verse, it's 1 Timothy 4.1. It says, Now the Spirit expressively says that in later times some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons, which to me, I feel like anything that you're getting divine Answers from, I'm trying to think, divination, like answers from the heavens, uh, palm readers, readers, psychic, sorcerers, mediums, stuff like that, uh, zodiac, astrology, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, if you read the Old Testament, they're all actually combined together as mm-hmm. being like the same. Um, you're looking through uh, for answers. Uh, in other places that have nothing to do with God, right? So that's basically, he's, he hates it. In fact, it talks about like them being burned up and how they shouldn't yeah. live and stuff like that. So he's very he's very against it. So this verse, it's like it's deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. It's where you get your answers from. That's not God, and
1: which a lot of people don't really think like, oh, this is—it's just for fun. It's just for this. But the Bible literally says mm-hmm. it's teachings of demons. Right. Um, it's not us saying, oh, you shouldn't do that. It's from His word. He right. Saying, like he don't actually do it. says, don't do that. Like, yeah. um,
0: like I said, it's one thing to like learn about it and be like, oh, what is this? I want to see what it is that they actually think, mm-hmm. versus practicing it. And I was gonna say something that had to do with this, and I'm like blanking. It had to do with. Oh, I was going to, okay, I remember what I was going to say. So, yeah, so whenever, oh, and I thought this part of the the verse was interesting because they say you will, basically it's saying if you do this, you're departing from the faith. Hmm. So it's saying you're, you'll are you depart from the faith by doing this. And so I feel like people take it too lightly, and they don't take it seriously. And so I kind of put that in the category as lukewarm because you're having one foot in, one foot out. So mm-hmm. you're looking to other uh teachings and other practices and other religions and not relying on Jesus. So that's one foot in, one foot out. That's why I put that in that category.
1: I do want to trail back a little bit before we change our topic, or well, not topic, but our subcategory from this topic. Um, This just came to my brain. It's, okay, so on Sundays, a lot of people who say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, but like what Alex was saying earlier. Um, On Sundays, they'll say, yeah, I'm a Christian, but then they don't actually go to church, and they don't go to church on Saturdays or Wednesdays or whatever day your church service is, and it's because they want sleep. They want to sleep in. They had a long, hard day. I've done that day. before, so I've done it before, nothing too. Nothing against, <laughs> I mean, I'm
0: not, like, judging you, like, no. in that way. Yes, <laughs> but nothing I, against it. I've done that it. before,
1: and it's bad. It's, yeah, nothing against it. I've done it plenty of times, <laughs> but. Many times. I think that people who say that, they're putting sleep as an idol. They're putting sleep as a god before Jesus, um, or before God, which people don't really think of that being another god, um, but. Here's the thing. There's two things with this. One, you should wake up early and go to church because you need to spend time with Jesus. Um, but if you don't actually have, like, if you sleep in, and that happens. Sometimes people don't hear their alarm. Something happens. Still, either go to the later service. Don't just say, "Oh, oh well, I missed my service." Or watch online. Or watch online. Or just have your devotion still mm-hmm. and read. Do something like that because that's showing that you're not trying to put that before God. Or if you have, um, if you're an athlete or you have kids that are athletes and you have to drive them all these places, still have your time in the morning or at night um you can take a nap in the day i do that i wake up early i do my stuff and then I take a nap or you do something like that so you're not putting anything before because it will either by accident or on purpose make it a habit make it a god i mean it did that to me oh Mm -hmm. so one thing before we jump to the next thing
0: that i personally have realized over the course of this last year so when covid started um and everything was being closed down i was actually so angry about it. Like, I was so mad at the situation, and um, I can't even really pinpoint the exact reason. um, I think it had to do with me having, you know, I wanted to go to concerts, and I wanted to, you know, have everything planned the way that I wanted it to be planned, and I was so upset about it. And kind of like, as time has gone, as COVID, like, has gone on, and I think we talked about this last week, as COVID continued on, I got more into reading my bible and Mm -hmm. um putting god first and he was first but it was almost like i was putting him like at the same level as like me being what am i trying to say i was putting him on the same level as as, like it was like god and then also like i want to do do concerts shouldn't i be allowed to like like both like it was like weird like... like
1: that like and so i was so mad about it God needs to be first, but he also needs to be the center is what yeah. I think you're trying to say. Yeah. And
0: so, it, and it, he wasn't, it was sort of like they were even with each other. And so I was so mad about it. And then all of a sudden, like, as time went on, I sort of started not, I don't even know how, how it happened. I think it's through the fact that I realized what was actually important. And I haven't really, over the last couple of months, I haven't really cared as much mm-hmm. about whether or not I get to do what I feel like doing. Like. I don't know how to explain it but i think the only way that i can explain it is that i finally did say no like i this is more important than what i feel like doing isn't like i'm putting god first like he's the only thing that matters so i'm not going to be upset about little minor things like that i don't know if i'm explaining myself right but yeah
1: like being when i was being lukewarm and everything and not realizing it i was still like especially during COVID, because that's when i became like way, like, an actual Christian, not lukewarm Christian, Um, but I was, like, upset because I wanted to still hang out with all my friends. Like, why would I have to read the Bible? Like, why would I have to do that? Why couldn't I go and hang out with my friends when they actually had the time to hang out with me, when I had the time to hang out with them? Um, And I was getting really, like, upset about it, and then when I started actually diving into the Word and spending time with Jesus and, like, actually paying attention to Him and spending, like, I already said spending time, but I'm going to say it again because that's how important it is. um, I was, I'm now, like, I'll sit at home and be content Read the Bible. Yeah, Listen like, to I feel music. pretty like, content right now. Yeah. And I think it's because I'm, and, and I was not content at Me the beginning. Neither. I can't even mm-hmm.
0: express that enough. I was so worked up about literally everything because I was so my husband's over there and he's like not even yes. <laughs> um, I was so mad, like you know. Yeah. And there's more, more to it than, than I can even get into. But um, and then now I'm sort of like oh, I don't know if I care that much. I mean, it would be cool if oh. like I got to do that again. But I'm it's like, fine. Like, I can <laughs> hang out with
1: my family, listen to words of music. I'm good. Like it's yeah, okay. okay so,
0: and, and, Before we, sorry, there's one more thing that I thought of. So, this was something that was like so hard. This is going to sound so weird. Okay, so you know how, like, everybody, like, whenever times are crazy, everyone's like, oh, the end times, the end times, Mm -hmm. right? Like, God's coming back. And I was sort of like, but I don't want him to yet. (laughs) Me, I was like, Like, I don't want him to yet. I I have have stuff I want (laughs) to do. And then, like, I finally realized that that's kind of like, Dumb.
1: Like, yeah. like, I was like I'd, I'd be in really. heaven. Yeah.
0: Like, why, would, why would it matter? Yeah. yeah. And, but it's funny because I honestly, that was like a mental block and it probably
1: took into like two or three months ago. Yeah. Like I couldn't. That was something I when I stopped being lukewarm, that was something. Cause every time my mom, my mom loves revelation. She loves when like, she loves oh, all yes, about that. Oh yes, she does. She really does. She talks <laughs> about it all the time. So every day is a new message about it, whatever. But it would always give me anxiety and I'd always get so mad. And Just after too, reading the Bible like, and no. everything, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm okay if he takes this. I'm no, actually gonna go ahead. Like, it's actually yeah. you
0: might be better that way. Yeah, like, I think. But at first, I wasn't like that, and I think it was because. So I think I think that everyone struggles with this like one foot in, one foot yeah. out all the time. I don't think it just goes away. I think you can have times where you're like really on fire, and times when you're like, oh, but I. And I would say, even though you might not be like super hot and cold, like for example, me. I was reading the Bible and I was having what you what you would call a revive a revival during mm-hmm. COVID, where I was Sorry. like, oh, I'm like reading the Word like every day, but I still was like, but do you really have to take me like? Soon, like can, yeah. can it be later? Like, you know, yeah. like I mean not that I'm saying I know when that's gonna happen, yeah. but I'm saying like I was like actually upset about the idea of it. And I'm like, that was me not putting him first. Because if he was first, I'd be like, Yes, yeah, come and take me. I also <laughs> like, feel
1: like um going off of you having a revival in COVID, because I was doing the same thing. I was reading the Bible constantly and I was like, wow, I'm having like an actual revival. And I feel like now I feel like even though I'm not, I feel feel like I'm becoming lukewarm because I actually have my job now. So I can't just sit and listen to worship music 24-7. But, but the job that we have is... is it's a ministry. Yeah, so <laughs> I, still just, like... I still feel like... I still feel like I'm not spending as much time with Him, which isn't a bad thing because I'm still spending a good amount of time. It's just not all day
0: long. And just simply keeping <laughs> in mind that the only reason that we even do anything in the first place is because we're doing God's calling, mm-hmm. that also...
1: Correct. uh,
0: Because the studio is a ministry. It's faith based. Yeah. So everything that we do, like we do our Bible verses, we pray out, Mm -hmm. you know, and I try to think to myself, you know what, it does. It's fine. It doesn't matter I like, you know. I'm, like, I'm still in the place of Jesus. <laughs> like, it, it's working. It's yeah. Okay. So, we're finally going to We're move finally on. moving
1: on. <laughs> um the next thing, did you want to combine yeah, these? Yeah, we're going to combine these two because they're sort of the same um and it kind of is a little bit like loopholes too, but a little different. Like they all go together. They're yeah. just kind of different. <laughs> um but it's knowing what it what knowing what the Bible says but going against it or changing the word. Right. Which is something that people do a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Like knowing
0: the Bible and going against it. This is something that I personally, and again, I think we did touch on this last week. If I change, I have like the hiccups. Sorry. (laughs) Um, um, So like, for example, if I'm like a believer in Jesus and I'm proclaiming that I am, um, my whole faith is, is completely based on Christ's, crucifixion and resurrection right like that's the whole thing he Mm -hmm. died in place for our sins and that's written in the bible and i feel like obviously that's i mean there's other texts and stuff that indicate that this happened Mm -hmm. that's not the bible but it's mostly the bible right so if i believe that how am i gonna just say well i don't think i i think that jesus didn't actually mean this whenever he said this i know that the whole resurrection is real but the page before that's not yeah It doesn't really make sense right and it also kind of makes a terrible argument for me if i'm ever trying to talk about the reliability of the bible if i don't even believe what it says so how can i talk about the reliability that jesus died and was resurrected on the third day if i don't even believe the pages Mm -hmm. before that
1: so that's just like my personal (laughs) thing i think that this is a big thing And I just graduated college, so I think it's a huge thing in college a lot of the times is because um, that's where, I mean, some people do it in high school too, but I never did in either college or high school, (laughs) but uh, that's where a lot of people, that's when they start to find their addictions or party or they start to have sex when they're uh, not married or they start to do all of these things. Um, and that's when they start to become the um, what the church is like the stereotypic college student or stereotypical college student is when they drift away from God because they're a Christian but the two nights before they're going out and they're having sex with their boyfriend or their girlfriend and they're partying and they're doing all these things and putting that before Jesus Uh, on Sundays they're sleeping in and they're not reading their Bible they're not listening to worship music they're not doing anything like that Um, and so I saw that a lot in college um, with all of my friends even and and not even just
0: doing it but even like i think we're the same in this when i was in college i didn't really do anything like that Mm -hmm. i was i sheltered myself i don't know if i had an actual reason for it at the time i just think i kind of lucked out Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but even then during that time period i found myself even when i wasn't partying or drinking or having sex or doing any of that stuff i still found myself thinking But is it actually bad? Yeah. Like, it's fine if I think this. Or, like, like, accepting it and, like,
1: supporting it when you shouldn't be supporting it. If you're a Christian, you should be. If if they're claiming... Here's one thing that I learned um, a few weeks ago is that if... You can't judge, quote unquote. That's what everyone's like, but you call can't it. condemn someone to hell if they're because you're not allowed to do that. Yes, like, oh God, but that. you can hold other Christians accountable to the Christian mm-hmm. level. If they're not a Christian, it's a little bit different, but if they're a Christian and they're claiming to be a Christian, you're supposed to keep them accountable. I think it's in Ezekiel 33.
0: They, um, they also say something similar in Matthew at the very beginning, and it's it's Jesus when he's teaching about um, judging others, actually. Mm-hmm. Because the very first part of this um, particular teaching, it's don't judge others because you have a log in your own eye. How can you get the speck out of the other person's eye if you have a log in your own? Which mm-hmm. is very true, but then it goes on to say, fix the log in your eye, yeah. then you can help your friend. Yeah. So that's not Jesus saying you can't ever Say anything to somebody if they're doing something that's against his word. That's saying you really do need to focus on yourself and see yourself for the sinful human that you are, and then you can help other people. And then the very last part of the verse, I think it said it's the teaching, it was either in this part, it was definitely in Matthew. And they say something about how you don't want to waste, I think it was this part. if, not, if it's not, it's like three paragraphs down. They talk about not wasting your breath on unholy people, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you're saying it's very blunt, but that's basically yeah. what he said. He was like, don't waste your, like, like yeah, you can, like, yeah. do, you can say, hey, hold other people accountable if they're proclaiming to be a follower and mm-hmm. believer
1: of me. But don't waste your time on people who aren't. Yeah. Um, Cause because if they're claiming to be a follower, then they need to be following the Bible. Mm-hmm. And you need to say, hey, it's looking like you're not following the Bible. And I really wasn't doing that in college. I was just like, no, I just was then, accepting everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's I was all like, good. As long as I'm not doing it, but that kind of made me fall into this category of being lukewarm because I wasn't doing it, but I wasn't doing my job as keeping the other people claiming to be a follower. And there's a lot in the Bible that talks about that as well, and about how you know God will look at you,
0: whenever He's judging you, and be like, why didn't you? say that this person was doing Mm -hmm. something wrong, like, there's definitely a lot of indications throughout the Bible that indicate that that's going to happen. But it makes
1: you so nervous because you think automatically that they're going, because you're supposed, you're going to be hated when you're a Christian, but it makes me nervous because I feel like they're going to be up here and they're going to be like, you're judging me, you're doing all these things wrong, and like yelling at me about it, which I mean is probably going to happen, (laughs) Um, but that's why I wasn't ever saying anything, and then finally, during COVID, I was kind of just like, all right, like, I'm over not saying anything, like, I'm just going to do it, so I'll say things to people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, will, I won't say it harshly, but I'll Sometimes say it. Sometimes people do heart. take it harshly, though, just because yeah. you're obviously you're saying that they're doing when you call them out. Yeah, when you call them out, intention, and they know that they're doing it wrong, <laughs> they're going to be defensive. they're going to be defensive. There's not they're going to. Yeah,
0: and and just to uh more so on the whole part because this does have to do with the topic of being lukewarm, but as you can see, there's a lot of different aspects of this. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people think that by holding somebody, I'm going to say holding accountable because I don't like it when people are like, thou shalt not judge, well, which you're not supposed to mm-hmm. because of what we just talked about, but you are supposed to hold people accountable, especially mm-hmm. when they're proclaiming to be a follower of Jesus. Um, so the Bible actually, as a lot of people know, even I think people who don't, who aren't Christians know, uh, the the love is kind, love is patient. Love mm-hmm. The Bible tells us, over and over again, not just in that verse, what the definition of love is. Mm -hmm. And the definition of love is God, is Jesus. He is love because of what he did, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's the definition of love in my mind. Loving somebody doesn't mean that you accept everything, every single thing that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't even have to support somebody for every single thing they do in order to love them. Yeah. As a Christians, it says so many times that we love somebody by caring about their salvation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, like because if I if I'm gonna say that I'm a believer and I believe everything that the Bible says, and I know that you're on a road that is bad and you're on the way to a place where you don't want to be for eternity, I am not loving you by letting you just go there. Yeah, right. Like I can I can tell you and I can plant that seed in your heart. I don't have to just follow somebody around and like because that's not up to me, but I can. Um, Hold them accountable and let them know that some of the things that they're doing. Hey, like you might you might want to open up your Bible, like yeah. you know. And I actually did have a conversation with one of my friends um, this past week. I said, you know, you probably should read it because th- it's not just uh, my opinion. Like it's uh, it's the Bible's opinion. You should just check yeah. it out for yourself. Like even doing stuff like that, I feel like is good. But that's loving, right? Yeah. It's 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 not just judgment mm-hmm. just because you don't approve of something. So mm-hmm. we wanted to touch on that. Yeah. before we went on to like this whole thing because going off of that a lot of people because they don't like this idea of feeling judged or held accountable because i, I don't think that it's even the same thing really yeah, I don't <laughs> um, either. but um, the world thinks it's the same thing. right like okay for example if hallie is over here and she's doing something really terrible and she's telling me and she's bragging about it like how, what i would be like hey you know probably shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. that and then she would be like huh maybe I shouldn't and then we move on right that's like what's supposed if to I happen w- if
1: I wasn't a Christian it'd be a little bit different yeah I wouldn't I don't have know that conversation yeah. right
0: right I feel like when you're talking to people who are non-believers it's getting them in first it's getting mm-hmm. them to accept that Jesus died for their sins and then you can like then you get into <laughs> right, it right then you can get into it but until then I feel like um uh people just think that if you don't accept or support that that mm-hmm. means that you're not loving, but to us, loving is uh, when you care about their salvation yeah. and you care about which road they're on. There's, and
1: there's something that um, my mom would always tell me, and it was uh, that God cares more about our holiness rather than our happiness. Um, and that stuck with me. Still, it still sticks with me. Um, because that's true. He really does care. If you're a Christian and he also wants you to be a Christian no matter what, um, but if you are a Christian, he cares more about you following the Bible, listening to what he says, because what he says is better for you, whether it seems like it now or not. Um, mm-hmm. rather than you being happy in the moment because then later you're gonna feel guilty, you're gonna feel remorse, you're gonna feel all these right. things. Right. Happiness
0: is temporary, whereas joy is eternal forever. and yeah. forever. And that's the the joy comes with knowing that you have Jesus and you have salvation, you have mm-hmm. eternity with Him. That's where the joy comes from. So no matter what's happening to us right now, you know we can still have that eternal joy. Happiness and sadness comes and goes. Yeah. Um, and in holiness um, is like what sh- what you said. God calls us to be holy, not happy. Um, and God, a lot of people get really wrapped up in the fact. Well, I'm good or I'm better than this person, mm-hmm. but. Um, As harsh as this may sound, I don't think that the Bible makes it very clear that good people, in God's eyes, don't really exist. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because we're all sinful. Uh, We all need to be holy, and we need to—the only way that we become holy is through accepting Jesus, Mm -hmm. Um, because he was our sacrifice. Like, he's what—because— um, this is funny because i'm i'm in the old testament right now but like they always are sacrificing lambs and goats everything. and rams and everything <laughs> just to get the the one sin that they committed like to be forgiven or they'll um go and they'll they'll have bloodshed. Like, that's sort of, like, what it's setting it up for, that to be, in order to be forgiven or holy, there has to be bloodshed of a, a spotless animal. So, Jesus is that for us, and you can see over and over again in the Old Testament that communities get forgiven for their sins if there's enough sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So, it's actually parallels perfectly, if you, like, read both. But going off of that, um, he calls us to be holy, not mm-hmm. not to be good or better than somebody else, um, because no one's really... No one Not is. sinful. Yeah, yeah. so um, that's kind of talking about um, going against his word, but then
1: doing it anyways. Like, yeah. So the next little part is that changing his word. Which I want to read this oh, Did you first? want to read this yeah. first? Um, it's, I want to read these two verses. Mm-hmm. Titus one sixteen. They claim to know God, but by their actions they deny him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything and luke 6 46 says why do you call me lord lord and do not what i say and do not what i say that's what it said i know it's kind of weird no yeah, was a weird but. phrasing, but um
0: <laughs> this one's good too yeah that one it is says good. okay so the, another verse it's matthew 18 15 through 7 uh so jesus said this so this is going off of like holding other people accountable um, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. <laughs> Which is really harsh. Like yeah. I, I like was just reading that. But it's basically saying like if you're going to like not if, – if you're going to have – fellow Christians and or brothers and sisters in Christ come and tell you like, hey, Jesus says, that his word says that what you're doing is against that. And they're like, ah, I don't care anyways. It's basically saying treat him as a tax collector and a pagan, which basically means that it's Jesus saying that they're no longer yeah. believers. Which if you, it's like, that's if what you it's
1: haven't seen the TV series, The Chosen, it's really good. And that's how I actually found out how they treated tax collectors. Because I was always told like, oh, they're tax collectors. Like they're bad. But I'd never, I would never like saw it. Saw that it. people just don't like him. Yeah, like, me oh, too. they're collecting money. And then like in The Chosen, they really displayed it and like showed it really well well and i was like that's that's how they were treated it's like that's that's harsh <laughs> um
0: so yeah so going from that so basically like if you're holding people accountable for what it is that they're doing you kind of have to know what god's word says in order to be able to hold mm-hmm. them accountable but here's something that we see a lot of nowadays changing his word mm-hmm. to fit their lifestyle
1: to fit theirs yeah. to, to make what they're doing okay Um, which we shouldn't do, and we shouldn't give advice on not doing it if we are changing the world ourselves. Um, We have to be following his word. Right, and so uh, we found a bunch of different
0: kinds of uh, Bible verses that talk about his word not ever changing. This one's a hard one for Mm -hmm. people, especially today. His word doesn't change even if it's not popular with the world. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. And if you want to,
1: you can start Yeah, I yeah. like this one. Right. Hebrews thirteen eight. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He never changes. Literally, he never. he's always the same. So. And this one, um, which is very, it's a parallel to Genesis, um, Genesis 1. It 1. is, yeah. Uh, but it's John 1, 1. And it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So God is literally the word he is the word and Jesus Christ is his son and he is the same yesterday today and forever which yeah. means the word is the same yesterday today and forever yes and um I
0: saw uh my mother-in-law show me a devotional that she was reading and it was about revelations right yeah and it talked about like what Jesus's sword was like how he fights the enemy and it was talking about how his weapon is his word mm-hmm So God's word is really important and it doesn't change. So that's something that I feel like a lot of people, it's hard for them to accept, which I'm not, I mean, we all have been there where we're like, "Yeah, it doesn't really mean this. But you know, what I've learned over time is that yes, it does actually mean what Mm -hmm. it says. So Proverbs 35, every word of God is flawless. He's a shield to those who take refuge in him. So that's, his word is flawless. In fact, I don't think so the Bible— So why would you change it if it's right, flawless? And I don't think the Bible ever contradicts itself. All of the messages are pretty much the same throughout the entire time. There's never contradiction, which if you read other religious texts, there's contradiction. But not
1: with the Bible, and which I think is interesting. People try and say there are contradictions. But I've had not. multiple people be like, look they're, at this YouTube video. It's about Bible contradictions. But, but, but it'll be taken not. out of context,
0: mm-hmm. or it'll be talking about like a ceremonial law. A lot of people will talk about like the ceremonial laws that people had to follow in order to be— in order to be holy and forgiven, like women have to like shut up or whatever. I've yeah. seen that a and lot. I the New
1: Testament is different and all these things.
0: Yeah, or or they'll be like, well, you're not supposed to cut your hair. Well, that's a ceremonial law. That's because they're unclean. They can't even be in the presence of God. But when Jesus came, he changed that. So yes. yeah, so so when the word changes, it still
1: doesn't contradict really because mm-hmm. it explains why that's not. <laughs> and Jesus says things about the Old Testament, which is why the Old Testament is still so important, and mm-hmm. it does not change. He directly references it so much. So
0: even though Jesus wasn't like. And I thought about this today. Even though Jesus didn't straight up come out and be like, I am God. Because he never actually really mm-hmm. said that. But I am he I am. said stuff from the Old Testament that only God said. Yeah. And it was enough to make the entire uh, body of people that were around him mm-hmm. think that he was um, crazy. <laughs> like Or like they were like against what he said. So obviously what he said had impact. Um, so, um, let's see. Yeah, oh, ceremonial, just to explain, ceremonial laws and moral laws in the Bible are different. So the ceremonial laws in the Old Testament, we don't have to follow because of Jesus, but the moral laws in the the Old Testament,
1: we do follow. Yes. Right, so that which Jesus like they in, really
0: explain it really yeah. well if you actually read it but people don't yeah. do that there's so. a lot of <laughs>
1: passages like in the gospel um where which is Matthew Mark Luke and John if you didn't know the four books of the first four books of the New Testament is the called the gospel um and Jesus will touch a lot of the moral laws and will say a bunch of things that like show that you're supposed to still follow it and he'll like Bring other things that aren't necessarily just those from the Old Testament, saying you need to follow this. This is what the what, this is what the Bible says. This mm-hmm. is what the Word of God. So is. really, it's not actually contradicting itself, which goes mm-hmm. back
0: to saying that it is flawless. It is <laughs> okay. So this one, I,
1: I love this one.
0: I, I, it's Psalms thirty-three eleven. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart, or the plans of his heart to all generations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, if it says that his council which is basically like what the Lord says stands forever through all generations I don't really think our generation is exempt from this mm-hmm. it doesn't change no so I, I thought that that like went along well with it if you wanted to read one of these you know.
1: I mean, we can. I didn't like this one as much as the others. Oh, well, so. <laughs> it just goes along with
0: everything about the word being flawless. So it's also from Psalms um, 1, 119, one hundred nineteen eight through 9. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. So when I read that, I thought to myself, firmly fixed in the heavens. Like, his word is fixed and unchanging in heaven, and we can't get in mm-hmm. if we just don't believe what it says. This is kind of the way that I think about it. Yeah. There's also a part in here that talks about—it's um, really harsh, actually— mm. I saw one and it was like you're not going to enter heaven if you <laughs> it was just really yeah. <laughs> um just really blunt but I I I feel like so many bible verses are like that
1: and I'm like oh, nope. okay especially the old testament <laughs> yeah, those are scary. They, those are really scary <laughs> They're like if you plant two seeds in the same hole you're going to hell and i was like <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> they, they really do they really do <laughs>
0: like that over there um, But, yeah. Oh, okay. Here's another thing that can get that can go off of this topic. Okay, so, for example, God's word's unchanging. Okay? Through all generations, mm-hmm. people think the Old Testament's irrelevant because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's irrelevant. Like, no. Mm-hmm. If you read the Old Testament, we are the Israelites. Like, we are. And it'll, Moses will be over there. He's part in the Red Sea, right? And they just walk through. And then they get to the other side, and they're like,
1: they're mm, complaining. I just don't oh, like it gosh. over here.
0: Like, <laughs> you know, like, it, it
1: just it God reminds God gave me. them food, and they were like,
0: mm, I wanted something else. I didn't want <laughs> this kind of food, and it's like it could not. God was literally showing himself. Like, he was so showing himself directly to them yeah. over and over again, and they were just like, eh, I want to worship this calf instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and like, so Moses leaves things. for, like, a few days, and then comes <laughs> back, and they're, like, partying around the calf. And I'm like, but you like, know what? that God's up there, like you can see His cloud, and then that really made me realize that even if God communicated with us the same way that He did in the Old Testament, people would not listen. Yeah, they'd listen. still be like, like what? they would not listen. So, like, like yeah, when we read the Old Testament, when I when I read it, I'm laughing too because there's a lot of stuff that they talk about. They'll even be like, and this king conspired against this king and then half of the people went with this person and then the other half went with this person Mm -hmm. and then one of them died, you know? And then it just moves on like nothing happened as though that's normal, right? And it happens over and over and over again. So whenever it says all generations we are not exempt because we are really not that different from the people of the old testament
1: yeah. or at least that's what i, I gathered from I, reading I, it. reading the israelites i was like wow i, I that that's us there's and so even, many things to complain and, and about and of course
0: you have like the all of the other different names that are like the, the yeah. le, is it the the levites i don't know if I'm pronouncing i can it right. i could never pronounce them the right the Canaanites. <laughs> they all they all you know some of them will be holy and they'll mm-hmm. be worship the lord but then they're like but i also want this pagan god you know, it's literally us. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, mm, it's different now. Old people wrote the, like, the Bible was written by old people. It's it's different now. Mm. Well, we're, it? not, we're not that different, actually, if you, you read it. So yeah. I think that's interesting. So, um, yeah. Is
1: that all of our Bible
0: verses? I think that is all of our Bible verses. <sighs> Let's just double check here just to make
1: sure. <laughs> mm. Mm. We didn't read that one.
0: Oh, okay, yes. This can go along with everything, I feel like, yeah. Um, It says, whoever is not with me. Okay, it's Matthew 1230. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Matthew 1230. It says, whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically, it's like, if you're against me at all, like, you're Mm -hmm. obviously not with me. And when I read scatters, I think to myself, your
1: life might be a mess, Mm -hmm. even if you don't know it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I can also, I can see the word scatters as being like, um, like literally
0: running away. away. Yeah, Yeah. you run
1: away. Oh, yeah. So basically, I can
0: see it as both. It's basically
1: like, if you don't believe this, you're going to run away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. And I just, I think that's a really important verse because um, he's, literally saying whoever is not with me yeah like anyone that is half in half out anyone that's not at all but especially the half in and half out those are the people who I pray for the most Which I said this about last week um because that we already read the revelation verse where he spits you out of his mouth um they know what they're supposed to be doing but are they not doing it no exactly which is
0: you know I can't speak on where they're gonna go or anything like that but but that means they're not with him because they're That's all I I know. That's the extent that I know. So I can't really be like, oh, well, because I don't don't know everybody's personal Mm -hmm. relationships or personal struggles. But I can encourage them to read what it says. Um, And and people don't like verses like this. Mm -hmm. And so that's why they're like, well, it's different. And it's like, it's different. It's the interpretations. It's different. Well, the interpretation actually is the same.
1: <laughs> yeah in all of the different books and in different translations. Different trans- yeah, there's different translations, not interpretations.
0: Yeah and this I thought was really interesting. So I was I'm reading well, I'm really slow right now reading this book, but it's called Evidence that Demands a verdict and it's about the reliability of the Bible just in general and it talks about like, How the Bible is one of the few books that over the course of time, even whenever they had those big scrolls, you know, and they Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how they did it. How did they do it? It was just insane. It wasn't as easy as how we print things now. If you read those translations, it actually is still the same. Like Mm -hmm. the old, old translations that like they didn't even have books. Like Mm -hmm. it was just scrolls and big binders and these. It's actually the same. Nothing has actually changed. It's actually not been corrupted at all, which is crazy, which makes me think, Wow. Okay, so it must be. And then also, the Bible, you could burn every single Bible on the entire planet, and you could still reconstruct it because of um, other texts that aren't even religious quoting the Bible, which I thought was interesting. So basically what I'm getting
1: at is God's words don't,
0: it it don't change. Yeah.
1: It stays the same. (laughs) I think that people try and change it because they don't like to know that they are wrong. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to change. They don't want to do things that is hard for them to actually do because society makes it hard pastor daniel says this all the time he's our pastor at our church here in kentucky um he says all the time the Bible's not hard to understand it's hard to apply and that's where lukewarm christians are because they they're saying it's hard to understand but it's just because they don't want to have to actually change their life right. when and when you have when you have jesus in your life you literally what's the word called i can't think of it right now the eh, what's that word called <laughs> going astray no it's like Repent. You're, um, uh, where you (laughs) like, like is that, that's the word, right? Where like you go somewhere and you're literally turning the other way. Yeah, you're repenting. You're just switching which way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what people don't want to do because you're supposed to change your life when you follow Jesus and people are like, oh, I follow Jesus. I'm saved. That's it. And they don't change their life. Right. And that's why people are not applying the word of God. Right. And I feel like, um, and again, I can't, I can only speak for myself
0: because I am the only one who knows what my relationship is like with him, but if you really grasp, and I th- and we said this a little bit at the beginning, if you really grasp that he saved you, you're going to want to be transformed. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to change your life. You're going to want to read the Bible. You can pray about wanting it, too, and he will make that happen if you ask. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think... Two, just to like, did you want to like finish it up or did you want to say something? Because I have something to say that can close well.
1: Uh, I just wanted to end my part of this with that lukewarm Christians, there's a difference between confession and repentance. Confession is where you admit what is wrong. You admit what you did. But you don't actually change anything about it. Repentance is where you admit it and then you turn and you take a different. And you way. try your best. You might go back a little bit. Like everyone, it struggles. But you're trying to turn your life around, right? Um, and lukewarm Christians confess, and, and that's then they it. don't care. Yeah, they don't repent. Yeah, uh, and that's where the um, like true hot Christians. Um, go like on fire for christ they were trying not to in fact you know they'll
0: even go as far as to take themselves out of tempta- tempting situations mm-hmm. because they're trying to change so much yeah and that's not to say that you won't, you're supposed like, mess to show up, god but, in your life like yeah.
1: you are supposed to
0: represent christ mm-hmm. and so like all that to all that being said like just to kind of like close up the topic um this wasn't just to like dog on people who are lu- lukewarm because we were lukewarm. we all <laughs> struggle with this yes um the goal of this topic was to go through certain to- and there's more scripture than this so much that talks about this um to go through it and to encourage you to also go through it yourselves and if this is something that you're struggling with to like try and get out of that like pray and ask god for guidance like mm-hmm. turn your life around because we all struggle with this in and out. All the time, like just in different ways, different forms it of capacity. Message us need
1: to. Like, yeah, we've
0: all been through it. Um, and so you know, it's just to encourage reading His words, seeing what it actually says, not trying to change it, and just really diving into who He is as a like who God and Jesus, who they were, who they are, um, and trying to work on bettering, you know, ourselves so
1: we can be uh ha- honestly, I more joyful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So we hope you enjoyed our Coffee Talk podcast. Um, We will probably do more of these where it's just the two of us talking and getting a more uh, detailed and in-depth topic. Uh, But we're going to close with our prayers um so, so let's talk about let's talk about um next week's topic which is yes it'll be with the team social anxiety right mm-hmm. yeah. social anxiety and it'll be with the team we don't know how many members are going to be here again for that um but they're all really excited to talk about it mm-hmm. um and everybody has their own different perspective so yeah it'll be good really excited about that topic um if you can close your eyes and bow your heads do that if you're driving obviously don't um but okay. let's pray Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for all the things that you've given us and taken away, Jesus. We thank you for this time in this podcast um, to fellowship, to talk to other people who are listening, God. Um, We thank you for speaking through us during this podcast, Jesus. We pray for everyone listening and for um, all of our friends and our family and our community that everyone is safe, happy, and healthy and constantly reminded that you're on the throne, God. We love you. We praise you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You, we have freedom in you. We have joy. You came in. Yeah.